what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to Street Circle Drive podcast here on The Mesh Network. Street Circle Drive is your Hickory, North Carolina-centric podcast for people who love Hickory, North Carolina. I'm your host today, Andrew Moose. We couldn't do this podcast without you, and we sincerely do appreciate you tuning in. So once you've listened to this podcast, we'd love for you to head over to TheMesh.tv and subscribe to all of our other shows. Once you subscribe, all those episodes will magically appear on your favorite podcast platform. Currently produced on The Mesh, John Reap's country is Kathleen Madigan's podcast. Big Fan, Chick Chat, Foot Candle Films, Entrepreneur Exchange, I'm with the band, and a whole lot more. Uh, so I've got an idea for you. So after you listen to the show, just go tell a friend about us. We would absolutely appreciate it. So uh, if you're someone who's interested in advertising on The Mesh, head over to TheMesh.tv backslash advertise for more information. It's a great way to reach a targeted audience. And I hear all the people that advertise on The Mesh are great folks and the people that listen to the podcast on the mesh are rich and beautiful and all they want to do is spend money with your company so uh i digress today on street circle drive we have a very special guest he's the official returning champion to the podcast and he's also the director of the hickory soup kitchen we'd like to welcome austin pierce what's up buddy right on man good to be here nice to see you in the flesh man nice to see you it's in a, the flesh it's brother. a weird new world we're living in it certainly is it certainly is but just like i told you man when i came in here i, I walked into my job this morning I looked around, I saw the people I work with, I saw the folks I'm serving, and let me tell you, I'm glad I live where I live. Amen, brother. Yep, no yeah, that... doubt, no doubt. So, you know, let's just dive right in. You know, the first thing that's on top of mind for everybody is the COVID-19 pandemic. And, of course. And, you know, how is that affecting your clients and in your organization? You know, how are, are, are you getting by? I mean. Yeah, I think actually I think we're doing exceptionally well uh, considering in, in March, the end of March, uh, beginning of April, it was a different story. We saw our donations tick down, not because people weren't giving, just because the grocery stores, man, they were empty. And so a lot of our donations come from, from those uh, companies like Lowe's Foods and Foodline. And, and, hey, they just didn't have the product to donate. <laughs> right, um, right. But to be honest with you, during that time frame, I saw the best of this community come out, man. People would show up. You know, there were limits at Sam's Club and all these other stores. So somebody would show up with two cans, two big cans of baked beans or tomatoes or peaches or whatever, and they'd show up with two cans. They'd be like, look, I'm sorry. This is all they let me have. The, the great thing was is that 100 people showed up with two right. cans. And, yeah. and so that part of it was great. The community really, to be honest with you, the individuals um, that showed up at our door like that are the ones who got us through April um, through through June. Um, now things have begun to level out a little bit. Our donations have evened out. The people, the number of people we're serving, kind of leveled out. We're doing about what we were doing last year. Now at the height of this thing uh, in May, you know, we were serving 400 plates a day. Holy cow! So it was wild. It really was. We had a lot of help though. We had some churches. Corinth helped out with their chef. Uh, First Presbyterian chef helped out, and so did. Um, um, let's see, Corinth, St. Luke's, and First Presbyterian, all of their chefs, because they weren't doing Wednesday night meals and things like that, they would pitch in. We'd take them a bunch of product, and they'd cook it so it would get us ahead. We could bank some meals. Um, so there was, there was lots of support like that from individuals, but also from churches and, and organizations showed up too, man. Um, but at this point, we've kind of leveled off. I really think that, you know, things could change in the fall. We're, uh, we're keeping our eye on that, you know, as, as the stimulus runs out and, uh, and the unemployment is still in the, up in the air uh, for folks that were working uh, right. that now aren't, you know, they might need us more in October. 
right. you know, November. So we'll, we'll keep our eye on that. But, but I think things look really good on the horizon. Um, the companies that employ our folks through the HOPE Project, um, all of them are back to work. Vanguard, uh, Hickory Springs, uh, Tailored Foam, uh, the list goes on and on. I mean, so they're working. We've right. got 30 plus people working. We're providing transportation for about 50% of those folks. Right. Uh, and that's real dollars. Yeah, I mean, that's out. real dollars in somebody's pocket. That's uh, it's food in somebody's cabinet. That's somebody moving out of the Salvation Army Shelter of Hope in the next two months right. during a pandemic. Yeah. So we're pretty, we're pretty pleased with the way things are going, to be honest with you. But we couldn't, again, we couldn't do it without the community. The truth is our success is totally based on the enthusiasm and the love and caring of others. Uh, and, uh, and so in that regard, we are really in good shape right. at this point. And, uh, and I foresee that continuing. Absolutely. You know, the last time you were here, we, you were just starting the HOPE project. So yeah. Yeah. maybe you can give us a little refresher, like what's happening? Like, well, first of all, just tell, tell the listeners if this is the first time they might be hearing about the HOPE sure. project, what it is and, um, and, 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 and it's progress. Sure. So HOPE is an acronym for Helping Opportunities for People and Employers. At the time we started it, there was this, this we kept hearing these numbers about 3,000 jobs in Catawba County, 5,000 jobs in Catawba County. And we thought, wow, if there's that many jobs and we have 250 people coming here, if 25% of those people say they want to work, well, well, hey, let's do something about it. Well, we actually had the Jackson Group, Alan Jackson, personally uh, uh, performed a survey with, he trained some of our volunteers and over a two-week period surveyed 200 guests. And the information that came back said 75% of those folks that, that can work, you know, that are, that are not disabled or, or not elderly, uh, they said they, if you put a job in front of them today, uh, so that data was key. We got right. that first. We right. wanted to know what our folks. Powerful were. Jackson yeah, insight, man, dude. They were. <laughs> it was. An, it was actually. It was a yeah. to, to somebody like me to see somebody be able to pull that information out sure. was, because it's really a delicate process, and and it was exciting for us to have the data. And, and feel good about making decisions based upon it. And so, so when we got that back, we were like, heck yeah, we're going to do something. So um, Steve White let us purchase a van, a six, no, a seven passenger van. And we said, well, we'll just run this little pilot project. And, and Steve was like, look, we'll buy the van back. If it doesn't work after six months, we'll buy this thing back. And um, so we put six people in the van after six months, man, they were all still working. Uh, two of them had bought their own vehicles. Um, all of them were out of the shelter or living in stable environments. Um, it was great. So uh, we contracted uh, with Greenway. We contracted our own city bus, which runs a route that, 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 we, uh, that we create. Uh, and we go as far as Statesville Brick. Um, uh, elite cushion again um, just countless manufacturing companies that are hiring people every day um, now the follow-up to that takes a lot and so what we've done is we've hired a young lady her name is Lacey LeBlanc and I hope you get to meet her um, she couldn't be here today but but certainly she is the the core of, of that um, of the hope project now and and the follow-up is the key knowing folks those relationships are key and I've found in 10 years at the soup kitchen, they matter more than everything else. The food, the money, the lights, the building, the showers, the everything. What really matters is the one-on-one -on -one between someone else living right next door, you know, and knowing that their grandmother's sick, 
that they're sick, that they have kids who are in trouble, that, you know, or that they're having a good day. Having, having someone to share that with is so important. Um, and that's what Lacey does. I mean, she coordinates things too. She coordinates the volunteer drivers. She, she uh, uh, coordinates with the companies and works with staffing agencies, pro staffing, um, manpower, uh, foothill staffing. They're all in there. They're all in there. And before the COVID now, they were meeting at our building. And we have a room. We have a we have a, a, a section for them to do that. But unfortunately, all of it's all of it's been on Lacey to get those folks to those staffing agencies. And she's done a great job. Uh, and she's increased our numbers. By the time the COVID uh, crisis was really at its peak here in Catawba County, we had gotten down to like seven or eight employees hmm. from thirty plus. Yeah. And after six weeks of being in, Lacey had bumped it all the way to thirty. So, and we're, we're above that now. Uh, and it fluctuates, of course, um, sometimes weekly, unfortunately. Sure. Um, but but um, in this environment, with as many jobs that are available in Hickory, we want to make sure the citizens that are here um, are, are taking advantage of those opportunities. So that's really what it's about. It's about uh, providing an employer with, uh, with employees, but at the same time, kind of giving the employee and the employer the chance to really do something good for one another. You know, right. It's pretty phenomenal to see uh, on the ground level. And we're always looking for volunteers for that. It's a little tough with the COVID. We do have a, a protocol in place when, when folks are driving our van. There's a big plexiglass thing. And I mean, it's, you know, it's a new new age uh, as far as health goes. And so we've made all the arrangements. Um, uh, but certainly you could you could look at the Hope Project. There's a Facebook page. Hope Project Hickory, North Carolina. Check that out. Um, we're always sharing stories, man. You want to feel good story, man. God, dude, you'll you'll cry. Go share one. Go, share, go one. share one with us, man. We have, a, we have, a, we have a, There's two people, the, the Lenorse and Aretha, and these folks were they had they had both worked very hard at different jobs and and things just not worked out, and they're living over here at this hotel, and it's not the greatest place to to stay, but they're just trying to get through, and. Um, and within about 60 days of being involved with the Hope Project, both of them were working. They have a, they have a nice little apartment. It's a nice little one-bedroom apartment. And, and the idea that, that, that less than three months ago, these folks were on the street. Yeah. And, I mean, not even in a hotel. These folks were in the woods. And you saw them. You saw them in Walmart or the convenience store. Or, and you, you know, I mean, these folks are, we, we see them every day, just like walking around every day. And if, if you knew what I knew, you would know. And, and, and the, the, to be on the other end of that phone call or that thank you from Aretha or Lenore's man, it, it, it's just incredible. And, and they excel. But, but it's amazing how it's like, it's like compounding interest or something. Right. You know what I mean? I like do. once they get going, once the wheels are greased mm -hmm. and they're really, they, they see the benefits of their labor, the fruits of their labor are coming back that, you know, that's the thing. People get discouraged and, 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 and sometimes it's through their own, own doing. There's no question, no matter where you're on the socioeconomic scale. People make bad decisions all the time, but if you if you continually are put in a position by your circumstance because of money, it really does discourage you. And uh, and so to see that cycle broken, even just for a moment, man. I mean, I'm glad it's longer than a moment, no right. question. I mean, yeah. you know, we're 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 supporting them as much as possible, and Lacey deserves the credit for that. I mean, that's the thing. That one on one, she really does spend a lot of time. And, and it takes a lot of follow-up, the idea of what it takes to, to get an apartment. 
I mean, in all honesty, most folks, they hear that it costs $900 for an apartment in Hickory. And the folks at the poverty line, man, let me tell you, they're shocked. They are shocked. And, and, and so, so that's because it's, it's astronomical when, when the income that's coming in right. doesn't equal When you it. have $0 it's a month right. coming it's, in, yeah, well, it, it even, seems even, like it could be $9 million. $65 worth of food stamps. And, and you know, and, and if you're on, I, I know folks who are, who are accepting their Social Security who are still trying to work that are elderly, 68, mm-hmm. 67. I mean, that's the thing is that, that that's who we're talking about here. We're, we're not talking about people are like our age you know mm. and um hickory's really good though i'll tell you i have been just in the last two years that the hope project has been been going on um i've just been absolutely so impressed with the outside help from so many different volunteers and companies let me tell you something comscope number one man they have been so helpful the fact that we were able to hire someone to run the project wouldn't happen without comscope they have been extremely helpful in the process of trying to create something new, but in measured steps. And they've allowed us that opportunity to kind of take our time. Because the truth is, we all feel like there's all this opportunity, and we want to grow quickly. We really, we, we could put more people to work. I'll be honest with you. We could. We could Today, we could put more people to work, but we couldn't follow up with all of them. Right. And, 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 and we want to make sure that this is a sustainable thing. And that its foundations are really solid before we do that. And so we're, we're kind of just kind of um, taking those measured steps. So if, I can, if we can continue to have 30 people working every single day that weren't working otherwise and, and have a shot at a better life for them and their families, yeah, man, that's, that's what it's about. Absolutely. So, so. Yeah, and, and your organization has done an absolutely fantastic job at getting these people back on their on their feet because, you know, we do, like, just like, like you said, we do see your clients every single day walking around and, you know, we, we want the best for them. So whenever, you know, you, we, you tell us these stories uh, about those, those two ladies doing well, like, that's what the public needs to hear and, need, and, and wants to hear, I think. Um, you hear a lot of chirping about, especially with the citizens in Hickory saying, well, we have a serious, serious homeless problem. Well, you guys are a complete stopgap for that. And the Hope Project is a stopgap between homelessness and full employment and, and having a solid place to live. Sure, sure. And I would include, look, the Salvation Army Shelter of Hope. Right, right, their, right. Free, their um, resource center is incredible. CCM's got a great program and, and the Networks program. There's, there's all, it's almost like we got a little campus. You got, right. you got Safe Harbor over there too. But, but I, I, think, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, the, the idea that we have a homeless problem, to be honest with you, we don't really have a serious homeless problem. That, and that's the truth. Right. The truth is, is that we've never really had one. If you look at our numbers, um, they, 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 they don't fluctuate a lot. And the reason they don't is, is because we're moving people into a, a better direction. Right. Um, and in 10 years, man, that's what I've seen. Um, uh, and from, from city government to uh, the police, can't say enough about Thurman Wisnant. Chief Wisnant's awesome. Dude. Right. A friend I mean, of the podcast. He well, was on pretty and, recently. And let me tell you, I, I was sitting on a committee with him, um, the Continuum of Care Committee with him, long before he was chief of police. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Long before. Right. 
And he, he is, you know, Chief Atkins too. Chief Atkins, he, he still volunteers at the soup kitchen. Right. He's retired now, and yeah. he still comes every month. Yeah, City of Hickory is um, really lucky to have, the, have, have those two guys. No question. And, and, and the force in general. Also, the, um, uh, just the downtown community. Our neighbors are great, man. Jeff Jackman and, you know, Safe Harbor's right next door. And mm -hmm. the Ferguson Plumbing people, they use our parking lot for the uh, food truck rally, for the Builders Association. Right. You know, we, it's just... just it's a it's a good environment to be in and and so what I would say is is that if you see someone walking down the street hopefully we can lessen the numbers right of course but at the same time if they're walking in our direction that's a good thing yeah absolutely you know and absolutely. and and, and um, we're always gonna have them. we have a concentration of wealth we have a concentration of people who care for a long time. It's a reputation that we should be proud of. Oh, 100%. Uh, and I think, I got to be honest with you, I think most people are. I, I, <laughs> you're not the first person I've talked to about this today, right. if you can't tell. <laughs> and, uh, and I think most people are, and, and I, I feel very positive about the future, too. Uh, um, I know that there's a lot of nonprofits out there, uh, so keep that in mind, folks. Other than the Hickory Soup Kitchen, um, the arts community, uh, extremely hurting right now. Uh, certainly, um, the Science Center, uh, places that, that rely on your dollars to participate, um, please be supporting those folks too. Um, uh, we had a great partnership with the Hickory Community Theater, and they did a fun little Facebook thing and raised money for us. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I thought, wow, man, <laughs> you know, what a great, what a great place. And so we want to make sure that we're, we're not forgetting those folks uh, as time goes on, and certainly your local restaurants. We always talk about food on this show. Yeah, we do always talk so, about food on this so show. So let me just tell you, um, I had some barbecue today. Tell me all about it. Lisa, uh, the chef at Corinth, Lisa and mm -hmm. Lewis. Um, but Lisa is responsible for the uh, – uh, let me just back up. Uh, uh, Lewis did make a tamale pie, and we're trying that on Friday. <laughs> so I'm anxious. It's got a cornbread topping with, like a, with cheese, and you make it all crusty. It's like right a pie. On. So I'm looking forward to that, but but the barbecue, they were these bone-in hams, and these things were as big as a Volkswagen tire. Mm -hmm. I mean, and frozen when I got them. And I thought, what am I going to do with these things, you know? You have to smoke them for three days to get them to cook. And, uh, and I took them last week over there to Lisa at Corinth mm -hmm. Reformed Church and said, I got to, you know, I got a challenge, you know? What can you do with it? Oh, my God. Gosh, and <laughs> she did something with it. it then, well, all it was was pulled pork, and that's what she said. I'm just going to do some pulled pork barbecue. You know, yeah. no problem. Oh man, it didn't need anything. Gotcha. Didn't need anything, and just what a wonderful person too. So I got to tell you, she's my favorite right now. No <laughs> question on the barbecue. Uh, uh, but we've been serving. I tell you, we had chicken nachos on Monday right. at the soup kitchen that yeah. Sally and Nolan, our our two head cooks. Mm -hmm. Oh man, it was good. And yeah, we've been real fortunate lately. Uh, somebody gave us a bunch of Goya product. Yep. So we had a bunch of chickpeas and black beans, and had a lot of interesting donations to work with. Um, over the pandemic too, we got a lot of chefs that were out of kind of out of the loop. Um, uh, Matt at the Vintage House, yeah. uh, we saw him and Provisions. Chuck Spaller, yeah, my father-in-law. Ah, is that your father-in-law? <laughs> yeah. No way! Yeah, oh is. gosh, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. Chuck hung out with us for weeks, yeah. for weeks. I think he got to us through Ascension. 
Mm-hmm. It was through the Church of Ascension and Episcopal Church of Ascension. And, and yeah, Chuck would show up three or four days a week. And um, in fact, we got a great barbecue cooking method from him. There were some other things, too, that our yeah. staff is doing now that he picked up from, from Chuck, who, who is a great cook. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, look at this fat guy sitting across yeah, from you. You know, he's I'm telling you, dude, he, he knows what he's doing. And uh, he cooked dinner for our staff. Yeah. We had our staff dinner. Usually we go out once, twice a year, just the staff and their, mm-hmm. their spouses. Right. Um, we love the board members, love you guys. But this is, you know, it's, it's just a laid back kind of thing. And right. we weren't able to do it. We had skipped it over the holidays. Mm-hmm. We used to do it at the holidays, but there's always so much going on. It just seemed like it, I don't know, by, by July we were, we were tired again. So yeah. we were going to do it, and we couldn't figure out where to go, of course, because all the restaurants, at that point, all the restaurants were closed. And, and most of those folks were our friends and they were hurting and, right. you know, um, and, and I thought about cooking, but then Chuck popped up in our life and I was like, man, we just get him to do it. And, and um, yeah, he cooked us a beautiful dinner for our staff and, and, um, and their spouses. And it was nice. We, we sat at separate tables at the soup kitchen yeah. in the dining room, <laughs> but it was kind of cool. We didn't have a bunch of people around so we could talk and. You know, it was like being in the living room. It's like a little, Certainly. we're there a lot. So it's, it's kind of like home, kind of like home. Right on. Um, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to take a, just a quick second to thank our sponsor, Time Genies. Um, you know, if you and your business are in need of some top to bottom cleaning or organizing or just need someone to make your life just a little bit easier, like Chuck, you know, head over to time-genies.com to find out more. Our studio and uh, offices use Time Genies, and we really couldn't be happier with Karen and her team. So head over to time-genies.com for more details. Uh, so, Austin, we ask every guest on Street Circle Drive the magic wand question. So if you had a magic wand and could fix one thing, we're just going to say about your organization or something that you could do to improve your organization and you had a magic wand, what would, it, what would you do? For the organization and for the people I serve. Either one. Let's do it. I just the, made, we just let's made do, Well, let's do it for the people I serve because i got to be honest with you. People have been taking care of the Hickory Soup Kitchen <laughs> right, lately. Yeah, for and sure. I want to be real grateful and just we're satisfied. Yeah, right? We have gotcha. a building and we have the food and we appreciate Absolutely. the time to do sure, it. Sure, sure. But i got to be honest with you, man. I see housing as the new challenge. It's a super, super challenge. I would love to see less people actually living outside and, and us to find a way to fit affordable housing into the plan. And, and I think the magic part would be to, because to, uh, there's no silver bullet, right, right. Is, to, is to put all those puzzle pieces in place. But, but whatever mystic force needs to make, then maybe the magic wand would do that. Right. Would, would move all those puzzle pieces so that we could satisfy um, the growth that we want at the same time, um, let's bring everybody else along as best we can. And, uh, and I think that's all we can do. You know, it's up to the people that live here to make that happen. I, I, I have good, uh, but I, I, yeah, I, I would love to see everybody living in, in with, with a roof over their head. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know. I, I would I would give you my magic wand wish to do that too, man. That's a big one, though. You know what I it mean? Is. It's a it big is. It is. You know, and I, I think there's been some really good results for cities that have provided that 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 housing for those folks. Well, and so our city's got some plans, man. I mean, Hickory for sure. You know, as the county gets gets bigger and, and more things happen here, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But I think Hickory's doing a. You know, it's funny the recession really set everything back. 
you know, any plans that we had for construction for any kind of housing, not just low income, but any kind of housing, just $175,000 ranch houses, you know, I mean, um, that all kind of got set back. So we're all playing a little catch up. Sure. You know, I do think it is a challenge, though, and uh, I think Hickory's taking good steps. Hopefully we'll continue to take some more and, you know, make it a place for everybody. Absolutely. Austin, tell our listeners the most important thing that you might have learned in the last six months or so. Mm, wow. Um, I know they say patience is a, is a virtue, and it, and it is. There is no question. Um, but there is a time and a place to act and do what is right and not be patient. And that's, that's one thing I've learned and one advantage I have because I'm usually tripping over my own feet. But sometimes it's you just got to get down to bare knuckles and, and do the job. And, and I think um, um, I saw so many examples of that happen in the last six months. I, I, it's so effective. It's so effective to have some, some uh, live in a community and, and work around people who, who just act in the best interests of everybody else. And, and sometimes I think patients might get in the way. I, I, again, I want to be real careful because that's a big virtue. And, and, I, you know, and, and I'm not the greatest at it, so right. I don't know that I would have even recognized or mentioned it yeah. if I wasn't so bad well, at it. Well, there's a fine line on being, patience being a virtue because sometimes if, if you wait too long to act to do anything, you, you miss it. You miss the opportunity. Yeah, I, I've seen, again, I've seen more of the best of everybody, and a lot of that has been through through immediate acts, immediate knee-jerk reactions to, to suffering, to anxiety, to on all levels, not just food, not just at the soup kitchen, man, at the grocery store, and, the, you know, I pay attention. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm very, I feel like I'm very observant anyway, and um, so, yeah, I, I think that's what I've learned, man, is that there is no uh, better thing... Uh, to see and to feel than, than um, individuals just making things happen for other individuals. It's, it's been good, man. Yeah, it's man. been good. So I, I know that you guys are blessed and been helped out tremendously, but I'm, I'm sure there is still a need. So, you know, yeah. this podcast is going to go out today. So mm-hmm. um, if folks in our community hear this podcast within the next you know, couple of weeks, what could they bring by that would help? Yeah. So, so volunteers is number one. Right. Let me just say time that. And talents. I, yeah. There's no question that, that time and talents is number one. We, you know, our volunteer corps has been, been cut down uh, due to the COVID virus. We have many retirees. I have, I have great volunteers, some in their eighties right. we haven't seen in months right. and we're not going to see cause no. we want them to be safe. So if you're, um, if, uh, if you feel like you can volunteer, we would love for you to, to come and volunteer. That would be the first thing that we needed. We do, again, we practice all social distancing. Uh, we require masks. We provide them. We, we, we have yet to have any trouble. Uh, but I think it's because we're hypervigilant, right. <laughs> which we are. I mean, sure. it's a, people at first I thought I think we all thought it was a bit ridiculous. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. we were really, really just uh, crossing the T's and dotting the I's from the. But now we're all so grateful because we've we've been so fortunate um, to see so many people in one day like that again and again right. and again. The likelihood is actually pretty great that we would have had a case. Right. Uh, and we haven't. So we're thrilled about that. But we would love yeah, for you to the, come and volunteer. Yeah. But as many people as you, you see every day you would think you would have the, a tinge or the contact one. between the volunteers and, and guests yeah. is, is so limited that's fantastic yeah it's just limited and the food's still served yeah right. you know, they still see us but it's not it's just not 
Right. Are you still? Are you? Are you guys doing cafeteria style, or have you moved we, we to do, something else? We move it outside. Okay. So, so we move the food um, through the back of the kitchen. We set up a mock line, man. Gotcha. It's just like the old one. It's it's just it's like out the back door. <laughs> yeah. Um, gotcha. And we still offer our showers. Um, you know, it's a limited time frame, mm -hmm. uh, and it's monitored very closely. And then our food pantry's still open, which is just rocking, man. We're doing like thirty-five people a day. Okay. Oh, just thousands of bags of groceries a month. Um, lots of great stuff too. Fruits, vegetables. I've seen lots of good stuff. Um, and so again, that's the limited proximity to where you are, uh, uh, to the, to the guests. So we've been real lucky. Um, but as far as food goes, you know, um, lots of times the side items, believe it or not, are, are tough ones to get. So your staples, rice, beans, any kind of vegetable, green beans, corn, succotash, okra we'll take it all potatoes gotcha. if you've got a garden and you got too many zucchini right now man bring them God, i was gonna Cucumbers. ask you that I was like, yes dude it. if your neighbors are just hating you right now because you won't leave them alone bring them to us your church your whatever we love that stuff strings on it dirt you don't have to wash it you don't have to clean it you just bring it to us we'll unload it for you um, so so all that stuff um, we could use um, i was trying to think um, you know, the staff is always looking for desserts, too. Because we're doing to-goes, desserts are kind of tough. Um, but, but I'll tell you, a, a batch of 20 to 30 brownies goes a long way for us. Individually wrapped, hopefully, if you could do that, like Ziploc bags or even uh, just uh, tinfoil is fine. Cool. But that helps out tremendously. We're probably giving out, you know, 250, 300 a day. So, I mean, that's a lot <laughs> through yeah. the week. I mean, yeah. you know, it's 1,200 desserts a week. And um, so so that's very helpful. And you can drop by 7 to 1.30. Our kitchen door's on the left-hand side of the building. Literally, you can knock on it, mm. and we will come out and, and, and take care of you. Awesome. Uh, tell them how they can get in touch with you, man. Okay, so two ways, hickorysoupkitchen.org. Uh, best way uh, uh, is uh, via email. Um, you can reach us through the site, and you can see what, what's – what's going on it's got uh, kind of our mission if you you don't know us um the other way is our facebook page which we monitor daily it's there's always cool stuff on it um uh, and that's uh, uh, hickory soup kitchen facebook page and then um the other way is by phone and i'll tell you if you want to volunteer or you need to get in touch with us 828-327-4828 bonnie salisbury is our volunteer coordinator mm -hmm. um uh, and she would love to talk to you but if you don't get her i mean we i'd love to put you on the calendar I'd, I'd do it myself or any other of my staff uh, we always answer the phone so certainly call gotcha and do they need an appointment to volunteer or can they just come to your door well we kind of prefer you at least give us a heads up okay um, if I have like, and, and this has been in the, the past, we've had different groups. And so, so like if I have 20 people from Comscope there, it's not wise to bring you in, Right. you know? So, right. and I don't want people to show up disappointed if they show up and then they can't volunteer because we definitely want to utilize them. Right. Um, so it's cool to call first, but usually I got to be honest with you, man, these days, there's not a day we don't need you. So if you show up at our back door. I will put you to work. <laughs> There's right. no question. I mean, we're, we're, we would love to have you. If you're out there and you need, need some, some way to help, we'd love to have you. Awesome. Well, Austin Pierce, thank you very much for coming on Street Circle Drive today. We appreciate you and what you do for our community. We really do. Yeah, man. Great to be here. Awesome. This has been Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. You've been listening to The Mesh, 
an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.